0: Crazy, disruptive, explicit, we say it like it is. Real world sales and marketing. Real stories from the road. Yeah, it's the real shit. This is the havoc Podcast. Hello. There. Hello. Was that loud enough that I make the intro loud enough? You
1: did. You did good. I think you did a
2: great job. Thank you. You know what? Your effort is very, very good.
0: Well, I try. I do try.
2: You get an A for effort.
0: So last episode we did new things. We were breaking new ground. We actually had our first episode ever without our friend Jody. He uh, broke something, was, all right. My c- heart Right. It's all right. Crushed him. I'll be out. That's why he's back. I'll be he's right. back and he's yeah. with a vengeance.
2: Sometimes you gotta play hard to g- or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm
0: back. So we um have another and we were doing that, um, had some new guests on here in the in the studio first time having guests in the studio in the McCall studio and then today we're starting a new thing where we actually are trying out uh, a new video uh, Mm -hmm. podcasting uh, platform called Riverside which I'm sure Fee Bay does podcasting or is around it you've probably heard about it it's kind of a new hot item Uh, and we're we're trying it out, so we're we're gonna do this, and there might be some some video podcasts in the future of oh, Rekovic yeah. podcast. You, can see
2: our handsome faces.
0: Yeah. you don't have to go to Instagram just to see us yeah. and listen to us. You could actually just actually yeah. listen, watch us on YouTube.
2: Way better looking than <laughs> oh, both God. of the boys put together times <laughs> oh, about a mile. Really? No, I just like that but we can see Jody. I know. Well, you, nice. I haven't seen you guys in a long time. I miss you.
0: We are remote. We are remote. So a couple hours away from each other, and. Makes the heart grow fonder, though.
2: It does. It does until you get kicked off your own podcast, right? And then you have to go to a counselor, and then the counselor tells you it's okay. Just it's it'll be fine. And it is. You know what? You got to do. You got to put in a little bit of effort.
0: I don't, and I don't think it was kicked off as much as abandoned. You were just left behind and abandoned. <laughs> so.
1: Great. Now you're going to send him back to the counselor. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's my more a abandonment issue. It should up. should be more of an abandonment <laughs> issue than than actually getting kicked off. I mean, that's sounds it like that we, we Sounds it like be be we made way actually, more effort.
2: Are you actually my father? <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <sighs> great. So we just have a great.
0: We have a new. Uh, or a uh, new. It's every topic is new. Right? Every time we try yes. to not have the same topic, so did you the, not
1: hear me give you a great segue. I know he, he, he totally missed it. I missed you it. you. Missed the segue. I did. I, did. I was so oh, busy
0: man. watching your face on this video. <laughs> yeah, now.
2: I was just saying that sometimes you know you just got to put in a little extra effort. Oh. Ding.
0: Speaking That's of effort, ding, ding,
1: ding, 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 ding.
0: speaking of effort, Jody, <laughs> I was okay. recently at a car wash. Uh, we, we, I'm sorry, we were at a car wash and we were watching our uh truck get dried you drive it through it's a it's a, it's a hand car wash and you, you basically drive your car through and then you get out and they do all the cleaning it's you know the they clean only stuff.
1: place that we can take the big dually it's the
2: ultimate it's hand car wash.
0: it's literally the only place we'll take a dually in the whole town other than a spray car wash that you just spray off yourself so anyways great place love it I have monthly subscription there. Uh, it's two hours from my house, and I still keep my subscription because every time I go down to town, I go. And then when I'm coming into town, I go there when I'm leaving. Anyways, they do a great job, and they, and, and 99% of them there, uh, Ninety five percent, ninety nine might be an exaggeration. Really put out a lot of effort. I mean, it's like it's a hard job, and like especially in the winter time. And I go there, and I'm like, I can't believe people are the dead of summer, and I'm just like, I can't believe they're out here doing this. And so I make sure we always tip them well, and and it's like it's worth every penny because they just they really give the effort, and they're cli- so a lot of these gals are little tiny gals climbing all over my F four fifty truck, you know, with ladders trying to dry the top off. This last time we were there. We were dying laughing because we were watching this guy dry the bumper of the truck for 20 what? minutes.
1: Yeah, 20 minutes. The whole time that these other two girls were climbing all over these doing the whole. Rest two of the
0: younger ride. girls are running around the whole thing, just jumping all over, drying you know, every mirror, nook, and cranny on this, this truck. And this guy just sat there, and you could tell he was looking over the direction of probably where the manager usually is or something or where he was. <laughs> right. And he's just kind of. And then every once in a while he'd kind of move like he was doing something faster and then he'd go right back to just kind of rubbing the back bumper. And it just, yeah. And it just was, you know, we are in such a world where everybody is, is got their hand out. Everybody's looking to make more money. The economy's hard. You know, life is hard. Bills are hard. Gas is expensive. All these things. And everyone need, you know, we're, we all need more, right? We need more to just to survive anymore. And to sit there and look at this and this guy's effort that he was putting out, it just, I couldn't help but just, I wanted to go over and slap him and be like, you understand? Like, it, you get paid, the amount of effort is directly, or the effort amount of efforts directly correlates with your pay. Right. And you hope, anyways.
2: Well, most of the time.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's just like, it literally was one of the things where I'm like, I just, I, this is probably the same person who goes home and bitches that he doesn't get paid enough. He's probably the same True. guy that bitches because he can't afford to buy a house. Probably bitches bad, about the price of gas. Jerk. Blah, blah, blah. But meanwhile, I'm sitting there looking, I don't know what they paid them, but I know that they must pay him enough that I see the same people there. I see the same, and they all seem to hustle, except for a couple of these guys, you know. And it just, it was frustrating. It was, I mean, we sat and talked about it for a while. Well,
1: I know. So. And, it, and it's like, you know, you, we go out there and we tip them well, but you know that those tips go into a, a you know, a community like a pool, pool yeah. and they get divvied up and it's like, no, like I'm giving you a tip and I'm giving you a tip, but I'm not like, that's, that's my thought is I'm not tipping you because you didn't. You didn't earn it. You did just the bare minimum to get by, oh, and not even that. There you go, that. throwing
2: that word around, that e word, mm. earn it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you don't right. want to have to earn it.
2: This is all about the oh. e words today. We're talking about effort. We're talking about earning it. We're talking about expectations. Yes, today is the le- this is the podcast of the
0: erroneously. Year. I don't know if that. Yeah. just like I said that right. I'm not sure right. if that's English. I don't think I think your I... Spanish lessons are I going great. Good job. So, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> I could picture the word in my head. e you e- Ron- e- Ron- I saw the thought Roner. bubble. That's the beauty
2: of video. Yeah. I saw the actual thought bubble
0: above your head.
1: You No, you saw the smoke hmm. coming out as the wheels were turning. Is that what it was? Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the funny thing, though, I would love to sit down with that kid, though, and legit talk to him about what is your expectation? Because I think there is the coaching element of that. I think kids are harder to coach now in terms of – managing their expectations, right? So you've got Gav's, what Gav's, 19? Yeah, almost 20. Yeah, so Logan will be 17 in like a week, and he's, he's been working in the service industry. But that idea of effort equaling, now you were talking about effort equaling pay, right? Mm-hmm. The more effort you put in, the more money you'll make, kind of. But I want to I substitute a different word. I want to talk about value. Your effort translates to value. Value can translate to money. It can also translate to longevity. It can also translate to freedom. It can also translate to your future, depending on what you want to do. And one of the things that I think the younger audience you're talking to, the less they understand how to see the value of putting something in now where you don't see an immediate result. Because we're so microwave- minded in the sense of like, oh, I need to see an immediate result right now, otherwise it's not worth it. Well, no, plant some seeds, dude. Talk to a farmer. Like, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. always happen right away. Sometimes you got to put some time in and you got to quote-unquote earn it. And it takes time sometimes, which is, again, we've got the advantage of 20, 30 years of being quote-unquote in the business or doing something. I've been in the... the radio slash marketing and advertising business for three decades, but you, you start to see, and it sometimes it takes a long time. You start to see the value of the relationships and the effort you put into, to doing something right. So I'll, I'll give you a perfect example of this. Um, so I do a lot of the, or I do all the, the radio production and some of the audio stuff for Roaring Springs and Wahoos. So Tiffany is their CMO and she's great. And she, um, uh, she's great to work with. She gets it. She understands it. So she brings this, her scripts and stuff. She comes in for a session the other day and she says, hey, I wanted to, I wanted to take a look at last year's January radio spot. And I'm like, okay. So we, I bring it up and she's like, yeah. So it's this little kid and he's like, so kind of paint the picture in your mind where this kid's like the kid and the dad are getting into the car after a long day at Wahoos, which is like a giant playground with all kinds of everything. It's awesome. And the kid's exhausted. He's like, man, that was a great day, Dad. That was the best day ever. And the kid's exhausted. And he's like, Dad, can we come back tomorrow? And so the whole idea of, of this kid's experience is the phrase best day ever. And so um, Tiffany kind of pushed me on it. She's like, it just doesn't sound like he like, I get it, but it just doesn't sound like the best day ever. She's like, can we maybe redo that? Now, answer A is... That's not broken. It's fine. It works. The kid's exhausted. It works just fine. Answer B is, yeah, yeah, we could redo that. So I ended up redoing it. And then you get this. It's a probably a seven or eight second introduction to this radio commercial. It is two totally different kids. It's the same mm-hmm. kid that did the voiceover work, by the way. But one of them is he's exhausting. He's like, ah, oh, dad, best day ever. <laughs> Next one is, dad. It was awesome, and he's so excited. And he gets in the car, and he's bouncing off the walls. And he's like, "Dad, that was so much fun!" And the dad's like, yeah, "That was awesome, man." He's like, "It was the best day." And the dad's like, "Best day ever!" And the kid's like, "Oh, best day ever!" <laughs> and he's so excited. It's a much better spot. It took me effort. Here's what I had to do because I don't have kids that are roaming around my office. I had to go to somebody's house. My sister's house. I had to time it all out with her son. He's all dialed in. I had to like schedule him. It was great. <laughs> I had to drive up to their house with a remote recording system. And I literally recorded him in my truck in their driveway. I drove back down to the to the office. I took the audio files off of my recorder, put them into the editor, and I redid this spot. So, all in all, I've got. An hour-ish of time into literally about a seven to eight second snippet of this commercial. Is it worth it? <laughs> Is that extra effort worth it on the radio commercial? That's a very small picture of it, right? So somebody that's 20, 25, they're like, no, well, I don't know. But somebody that's 45 goes, dude, you're missing the point. What you did is you super served your client. It's not just about your radio commercial that you did. It's way bigger than that. What you did is you went above the expectation. You delivered a better than expected product. You put in the extra time. It isn't about just the measurement metric of, is that radio spot better? Yeah, it's better. But what you did is you built the relationship. You added stuff to that relationship that translates to when the market gets hard, when the economy takes a shit and people are cutting back, that relationship that you've got with that client, that's going to be the the buoy that's going to potentially help you get through a tough time. That's That lens of looking through that only comes from experience. The kid that's sitting there cleaning your bumper, he doesn't get it. But at the same time, should he?
1: Well, I think that part of the problem is that we come from this uh, instant gratification. That's what the society is now where hundred percent everything is at their fingertips. Everything, like they can Google it, they can look everything up, where I think when we were growing up, we did not have that. So, you know, we, we had to really put in the time and the effort um, and gain the experience in order to get that pay. And now that's, you know, instant gratification has taken that all away.
0: Mm-hmm. But I think our parents also instilled, and in, I mean, I just it, I, I hope we just don't sound like our parents or our grandparents now, <laughs> and that's just, just what it is. Like we commercial. just all of a sudden we just became we, did it. we became our like, parents. But it it literally is. I feel like Heather's dead on, and we're just seeing it because we work with a lot of younger people, and they just they have an expectation of need it now like i i need to be the owner now i need to be the manager now i need to be the the you know it, it's like they think they come right out of some of them not even out of college just some of them out of high school and they just you know they're like well yeah i just need to be the boss like i, I don't want to i want to be a manual laborer and it was so opposite like when i look at what my grandpa taught me which my grandpa taught me like you can't be a builder until you've been a framer. And you've been a ditch uh-huh. digger, and you've been a concrete guy, and you've been a, you, know, and you've roofed. and He 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 instilled in us that we we had to learn that. You know, he had a very successful business. He was a, a diesel uh, or an equipment broker, um, basically specializing in heavy equipment and diesel engines and stuff like that. And he you know he left school fourteen years old and became a diesel mechanic and made. A million dollars I mean the guy was he was very successful business person and he was uh, very successful at everything he did um he he told me and I you know and it, it later in life as I'm getting grad you know getting into college and stuff and and I'm told him like yeah, I you know how why don't you just teach me your business like you know, somebody's got to take this thing over. Like it's a successful company. He goes, cause you're not a diesel mechanic. I said, I know, but I, you know, <laughs> you can learn about, I'm a good salesman and I can learn about the products. I say, you're not a diesel mechanic now either. It's not like you're working on engines, you're selling parts. And he goes, you can't sell these parts unless you've worked on the diesel engine that the parts go on. And I'm like, he just, it was just not in his head to think that you could jump that step. And I think it's just the opposite in today's world. I think we have a bunch of of, of parents that have, taught their kids you can be whatever you want to be we've done a really
1: good job of teaching them you're (laughs) the best
0: you can do everything you want to do and you can do it right now you know and it's like that you know i hate to always go back to the participation trophy thing but it was kind of like that well one of my
2: favorite stories
0: we can all be winners kind of deal it's not it's not about all being winners And, and i think we're living as business owners and as business people managers, uh, you know, even just employees trying to work with younger people, we're in a situation where we're like, we're, we're, we're reaping what we sow, right? We're, we're reaping Mm -hmm. that, that, that mentality of like, you know, yeah, you can do everything. Yeah. That's positive. Great, great, great. And really what we needed was some more ass kicking like my grandpa used to do and be like, no, you can't fucking do that. You did, You've never framed a house. How can you be a general contractor? And 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 I'll even give you a little
2: bit of a twist on that.
0: You can be able to do a bunch of those things,
2: but what is the most valuable element that you bring to the table of the enterprise? There's a shit ton of things I can do within the agency stuff, but where am I the most useful for the enterprise? And frankly, there are days where I'm like, I want to go do some of that stuff. And my supervisor is like, awesome. I don't want you to do that stuff. I want you to do the stuff that you're doing because you're the guy that does that the best. I need a specialist that does that. I don't want the guy that can do a pretty good job on everything. I need somebody to really do a good job on that. And that's where, I mean, I think I've told this story on the podcast before where uh, Coach Hawkins, when he was at Boise State, came and spoke at um, the company I was working for at the time. <clears throat> and he was talking about one of the influential guys in his life was this old old guy. I think he was an old coach. But he did, he did a really funny impression of him. He's like, Sean. Kind of reminds me of like Mickey. Right, from Rocky. (laughs) Rocky. (laughs) Sean, you want to make a lot of money? You know, and of course the young man's like, yeah, yes, sir. Here's what you need to do. You find what it is you love to do and you get really, really, really good at it. You become the best at what you do, the money will follow. But the idea of that, whether or not it's something you love to do, but finding something that you're really, really good at and the money will follow and you, the money you, doesn't start. It, that, that's not how it works. You have to earn it. You, you have to up. put in the effort.
0: But you, if you love it, in that sense, like that, you love it. You are going to. Um, you're going to put in the effort. It's not hard to put mm-hmm. in the effort. Right. Like I, I look at the stuff natural. I've done. It's like, I there's certain things I love to do. There's certain things I hate to do. And, and you know, we've all had this conversation mm-hmm. off, off podcast. It seems like 2023 was just a suck ass year for everybody. And I I'd felt like, i like to like, think of it as character building. Yes. Right. You're positive, way more positive than I am. I just go with <laughs> suck ass. It literally every, I feel like every single person I've talked to just says, fuck this year. I'm so ready for 24. Like I just, we're going to reboot. We're going to start over. It was a horrible year for a lot of people and, and, and for lots of different reasons. But I think the, the biggest part that, you know, you, you don't want to, I did a lot of stuff this year. I didn't want to do. And when you really look that, I totally agree with that. Find something you love. And, and I agree with a hundred percent. I have a poster in my fucking warehouse. When you walk in that says do shit you love. It's on a giant billboard in my in my warehouse. I, I totally believe that and I know I totally know that it it I've, even more so because I've kind of reversed it this year and I did a bunch of shit I didn't want to do and I did not <laughs> well, have fun. Because it, it had to be
2: done. Here's something though exactly. that I think you guys are hitting on that for our audience is a pretty big discrepancy. There's a big difference in perception of business owners and employees. Employees look at it totally differently. You go talk to business owners, they have a different opinion of the market, of trying to find good talent. It's a totally different viewpoint when you're the one that is on the hook for the business, not just the one getting a paycheck.
0: Isn't it ironic that the, <laughs> and I'm not trying to, I'm, I'm I'm sure this sounds like we're just like millennial hating this this episode and i apologize for our millennial listeners i'm not it does not I start with any E. <laughs> of god but i kind of am but we so but this isn't it ironic that the the people that are employing them or trying to employ them are all complaining that there's no good talent and on the complete flip side of that we have an entire generation that feels they are Overqualified for any of these jobs.
1: Wait, wait, wait! They're entitled, some of them. But I think Uh, E word. Yeah, another E word. Yes, entitled.
0: But she's so good at this game. (laughs) The thing is,
1: is that we have created the monsters as parents. So, like, we all grew up with, and and I think three of us and a lot of our listeners. We had a chip on our shoulders. We had something to prove coming out of high school. We were going to go and be more successful than our parents. We were going to do more. I know that was, that was my thought. I spent 20 years proving my mom wrong because I was not going to be what she said, you know, oh, you, you messed up your life. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, watch this. And, and I went and I did it. But we have gone the total opposite direction with our children and we have made them to where they feel like they know it all they can do it all they don't need our input yeah.
0: we fight it all the time and we've had and, and here's a great i mean i think we're good at the the parenting side of it where we will actually we'll call pull them, them aside shit. and oh, call yeah. them on their shit and we've sat down and said hey you don't know everything like and you need to understand you don't know and you, you shouldn't i mean it's you know we, we laugh but it's like our you know our kids are t- correcting us on stuff we've done for thirty years, and they've done it for two, and they're telling us, "No, no, no, no." This, you don't
2: understand, th- Dad. Th- this, you don't understand. Th- mm-hmm.
0: This isn't. This is a better way to do it. I'm like, the fuck it is. Like, I and the thing is, is, I'm, I, I literally am at a point where I'm, I'm like, I want you to learn it. Like, I am. I don't. It was, I got in, got my. As you can probably tell, uh, I got my beard done yesterday. Got my haircut yesterday. Looking tight.
2: I always think you're handsome.
0: My barber is one of the most intelligent, the more I talk to this guy, I'm pretty sure he's one of the most intelligent people I know. And I, and I just listen to the, the things he says is so amazing. And it's amazing to me how he, he gets the, the fact that these kids are, he goes, they're just, they all think that they're, they're so busy thinking of what they're going to say next and basically try to impress you or try to say this thing that they're they literally are over they're not even listening he goes i've talked to young people he goes I, he's a barber he goes i'm trying to train these young guys they're already shaking their head side to side when i'm teaching them something he goes i've been doing this shit i've managed all over the west coast i've managed barbershops shops all over the west coast i've i've gone everywhere from east la to Boise, Idaho, to all these different places and done stuff, He he's you know, he's a really good barber and he's like, I try to teach him stuff because I'm about done with young barbers because I just, <laughs> I, he goes, they, they have the answer for, you know, he goes, you walk out there and you're like, yeah well, I guess you got the fucking answer for everything and and all he's asking them to do is to put in the effort that they that was, <laughs> that was not me that
1: well was, timed that was, that was, was Charlie, that was. The, podcast Charlie dog. the podcast dog he podcast wants to dog. go outside
0: yeah, so you were going to need to Excuse the girl boss to make a dog, Charlie run, uh, but they literally he he understands that the that the, the way that they think about everything. He's like, you got to understand because they believe what they're saying, and that's the mm-hmm. problem. They believe that they're a great barber when they're not. He's like, and and that's the scary part. That's the hard part that you're trying to fight against is how do you how do you convince them when they're not. you know, without just knocking them in the ground, you know, and beating them down.
2: Sometimes, sometimes life has to do that. So like, so my oldest, she's my artist. She had a, so she was going to go to university of Idaho this last fall, uh, bails out last second and was, you know, dad, I'm sorry. I'm like, Hey, it's okay. She worked really hard in high school and got really good grades. She had a full scholarship Um, She would have had to pay some extra up at U of I for housing and stuff. But she transfers to Boise State. She's got a full, basically a full ride. She's not paying for anything. Matter of fact, she had money left over that paid for books. She gets about four weeks into it. And she was coming down to my office because she had a big giant break on Tuesdays. And then I noticed that she didn't come down to my office for like two weeks. And I was like, well, that's weird. She's not living with me. and So I'm like, huh. So I texted her and I'm like, hey, haven't seen you recently. And she's like, yeah, about that. So I called her and I'm like, what's going on? So she, and, and this is the interesting balance, right? As, as mentors, as coaches, as parents, as whatever you want to call it, giving our young people, our kids enough freedom to screw it up and, and kind of blaze their own trail. But still, and I, and this is what I told her, she dumps out of Boise state and I'm like, well, what are you going to do? What is your plan? As long as you have a plan I'm fine. She's like, I'm going to go to beauty school. And I'm like, okay, before you do that, have you dumped out of Boise State yet? She's like, well, not all the way. I'm like, K. you have a free ticket to get an education. That goes back to effort, by the way. If you put in the time, you may not see an immediate result, but here's the thing. You want to do, do hair, right? So you, she's, she's really good at it. Why don't you go take some business classes while you're getting a free education at Boise State? Get some of the things. Those are bricks in the foundation of your potential future because every business owner will tell you you're not going to make the money being an employee. You're making the money being the business owner. So if you're going to go do hair, you're eventually going to want to open up your own place. That's where you're going to make the money. It was amazing having this conversation with her and she's like, dad, I just, that's not my path. And I'm like, Hey, I'm going to tell you what I think. And I have 30 years of experience out in the world that kind of supports some of the things I'm saying. Just trust me on this. I don't want to do that, dad. You just don't understand. I I just, that's not for me. I'm like, okay. But that open-handedness of allowing the world or the market, like I kind of use those interchangeably to, to kind of prove that stuff out. So the young, the young barber that's being a douchebag that won't listen. Well, how long does it take for him to go do his shit before he starts losing business? And does that vet itself out? How long does that take for a shitty business to go out of business? Cause when the, when, when everything starts to contract and you guys have been doing this a long time, right? It does, it, it, there's an ebb and a flow, right? There will be times where it when you're one of the good ones, you survive it. When you're one of the bad ones, you won't.
0: Well, and I, I think the, the, the big, big issue that they have too is that these guys realize that they've got to have a, uh amount of effort that goes into it is, again, you have to show me I can't live without you, right? Right. That's the idea. The idea is if you can you can create, you know, when they want to talk to you, and luckily I've got, my employees have actually been very good about communicating with us. I don't think we ever have any issues with them communicating and, and haven't with a lot of them, but a lot of what we're doing is we're getting, you know, the, they're, we'll talk to them. Well, yeah, I just think that I could do that. Okay. Well, you can't. And here's, here's what I need you to understand. You have to create a demand. Okay. That I need you. And, and so this goes back to an Andy Frazella um, you know, we shout out the Real AF, Real A F podcast, best podcast out there, slightly better than ours. Just and slightly. it literally he, he talks about he got a uh uh like a message from a guy, you know, question or whatever, talking about he was a tattoo artist. And he'd been mm-hmm. tattooing for like eight months and he was said something about how he was you know, not, he was getting underpaid and he's like, you know, he's like, how do, how do I know when I start raising my rates? And, you know, I'm a premier artist, blah, 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 blah. blah. And he's like, look motherfucker if you're a premier artist you've got so much shit lined out the door that you just have to start raising your prices because there's so much business there's so much demand for your shit that you can't get to everybody so you literally have to raise the prices just to weed it out right that that just that's market right that's the world that's the market Mm -hmm. that's going to tell you that and 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 he's also a huge fan of the term entrepreneur right which i love that term Work in the business like you own the business, and you will yeah. be rewarded for it. If you go in there and you say, "Fine, I'm going to be an if I'm going to be an employee, awesome. fine, be an employee, but be an entrepreneur. Be the the entrepreneur mindset of how am I going to make this company better? Because guess what? When I'm writing checks for people, and I got to start cutting people, or I'm I'm looking to hire, I see somebody I want to hire even more. If you've got me convinced in my brain because of what you do, no matter if you're scrubbing toilets or you're, you know, cutting hair or doing tattoos or whatever you're doing, if you do something so well for me that I go, dude, I can't get rid of that. Guy. That guy that would crush me if he left. That's the mentality that. you have to have.
2: Don't be the fat, but the muscle. Right, the right. fat gets trimmed first, and there are when I have to start trimming out muscle, it, it becomes very very apparent which muscles I must have. Yeah, if I gotta cut off one appendage, I gotta choose an arm or a leg. I'm not gonna be as good at basketball. I can still run.
0: <laughs> I I just can't get. I mean, I I can't get through to a lot of them that like uh, literally can't figure out if if they really do think that they're they're that valuable and and it's it's tough, man. I've got a lot of kids that I kind of I don't I don't say mentor, but I talk to a lot of kids. About business, and and I've got some of them that are you know college degrees that are struggling to find jobs right now,
2: mm-hmm. and because the market's hard, man, it's
0: tough. And I sit here and I go, I you know I'm like not trying to be a dick, but if you're really goddamn good, they you they have to have you. I mean, it's like it's it, you it's like me going out for the you know playing friggin baseball for the Giants, and I'm like, yeah, they cut me, bunch of dicks no, I'm not good enough to play for the Giants. I'm not good, you know, I'm not, I'm not that good, you know. Like, I can't go out there and say that that's, you know, that. but I feel like that's what they all want to do. They all want to complain about why they're not making that money. Oh, it's their fault that they're not paying me that much. Oh, it's their fault that I can't get hired. Oh, it's their Mm -hmm. fault that I've done, you know, six interviews and not been hired, you know, and it's like, how does that work?
1: I don't know. I I got to, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think that a lot of it too is like, I don't think they, have found their passion they want they want the money they want the recognition but i don't they haven't put the time in yet to see exactly what they right. really want to do they haven't found that thing that they're passionate about but they want that that paycheck that participation trophy so that you know that
0: they, they get, want passion money they don't want the passion no, no, they want I passion money I, I, How
2: does that take to find that though i mean I, think about it did depends you, did you know that in your 20s i knew early
1: twenties. Yes. I did. I knew in high school. I would say you're rare
2: for multiple reasons. I've seen a whole bunch of of what I would call kids in their 20s. 25 to 30 is where they find the resonance of their work ethic and their passion. To find it at 2021 20, I think is fairly rare, but it's really interesting to see people It's, rare now. Sudden, it's yeah, rare now. It's rare now. Yeah. But to see people that that figure that out, exactly what you're talking about and go, "Oh, Oh, that's what I want to go do. Yeah, and I'm good at it. And if I put the time into and, it, I can actually make this really work.
1: Yeah, and I want to show I want to show my employer that they made a good decision in hiring me and that like I'm doing everything and then some to make mm-hmm. I, I'm valuable to them.
0: back to effort. It doesn't you yeah. can have effort in whatever you do. I can have effort in doing this podcast. I can make effort to go you know work out I can make an effort to go to my job and and sell stuff I can go to you know there's everything is effort so I I don't know that passion and effort have to be the same you know interchangeable you'll find your passion and then if you but if you just have an effort that you just you have a work ethic and an effort that you do no matter what you do you know you're you're yeah. going to be fine and that and it, it goes back I mean I had a conversation with one of our employees about this I'm not trying to be a dick when I say dude when you walk by something in the warehouse and it's sticking out cockeyed push it in straight because here's the thing that is training a muscle that is training a muscle that is piss droplets that is golf you know uh, shopping carts that is just getting something where you if you just when no one's looking you're picking up a piece of garbage and putting it in the trash you're, you're your brain just thinks that way so you're always giving effort and people will pick up on that in your job so then let's just say you don't find your passion right away I I completely disagree and I drives me like nails on a chalkboard when i p- hear people say kid that's 27 <laughs> it grinds my fucking gears because this is th- it goes babies they're just babies oh my god they're not they're kids after they're 18 insurance. you know we it's like it's slack. that's what's wrong with our society is is there are kids till they're 30 or 40 i mean it's like we were not kids after we were 18 and it was it was like it's it's there's a reason why you're an adult at 18 you're an adult you're not a kid there's kid you can't go get the kiddie meal you can't get in for half price at the fair you, you know you're no longer a kid and and it's so funny and we i laugh i'll bag on zach Bryan the country singer love his music thought he was awesome thought you know he's got a he's got a uh you know a uh, you know, the guys served in the military, like, I, you know, respect all this stuff about him until he got pulled over by the cops the other, you know, a couple months ago or whatever it was, you know who I am? and he starts dropping shit. And one of the dumbest things I heard him say that just completely lost, I could even handle him being a dick and being like, you know who I am. Okay, well, there's obviously an ego there, but you're good. So, okay. When he said to the cop, when the cop said, dude, you told me, because he did, he goes, you want me to put you in the car? You want me to arrest you? And he's like, yeah, arrest me. He's like, all right, put your hands behind your back. And he arrested him. It's all on dash cam. And then Zach Bryan says in the car, he's damn near in tears being a puss about everything. And he's like, uh, I'm a 27 year old. He goes, you told me you wanted me to arrest you. I did. And he goes, I'm a 27 year old kid. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. You're a 27 year old kid. That's not even a real thing. Like you're not, you're a 27 year old adult. And that's the problem with everybody today. And it's like, so they think that when they when you look at it, they're willing to give the effort of a kid. They're willing to give the effort that we gave when we were 12 because they're now a, you know, they're a 27-year-old a, a kid. And it drives me nuts. So it's, I don't know, that's part of, I think, what goes back to the effort. And it's they want to know why they're 27 and making the money they're making versus 27 and making the money I was making because I was, doing business deals and doing real shit at 27 when these guys, you know, can't figure out, you know, how to change out the toilet paper.
2: 27, 28, like that right there to me is the threshold. You are an adult at 18. It takes you a few years to kind of figure your shit out, but that's where I think people start to transition into finding that resonance. At least I hope. I hope. But it it's interesting. So you're a little bit ahead of me in terms of the kid thing. So Jalen is, she'll be 19 in February. Logan will be 17 in January. But what's interesting is watching them mature, watching them figure themselves out. And what are the things that I'm helping them with financially? What are the things I'm letting them have? What are those different things? And it's funny having conversations with Jalen because I'm like, Hey, here's where this is going. Better be prepared for it. And it's really interesting to watch her figure out adulting is hard. Watching Logan figure out. So he's a a server, or not a server, a busser at at one of the the restaurants. And they just hired another busser. And I'm like, hey, dude, did you go talk to your manager? No, my manager, blah, blah, blah. Back to that communication thing, right? And really, at the end of the day, communication is a result of effort. You have to intentionally, oh, intentionality, Yeah,
1: there we you go. have to Bingo. go
2: talk to them. You got to go communicate. And, and here's the thing, you got to be humble enough to say, hey, is there a reason why we hired two more busers when I'm the one knocking on your door saying I'd like more shifts? Right. Because if there's areas that I can improve, where can I improve? Take a little bit of effort, take a humility pill when you go in there, it's not anybody else's fault that I want to just smack him in his head. Quit telling me that it's everybody else's fault and take some responsibility. But go figure it out. Communicate. Be easy to manage. All of those things, all that stuff matters. All that effort, all those things that you're learning as a as a young person and as it translates through through your career, you may not actually see some of the true fruit of that for quite a while. I mean, how many times have you guys run into somebody that – is doing business with you or has done business with you fairly recently that you talked to and or they saw something that you did a long time ago and they're like, oh, man, yeah, I saw what you guys did over at Blankety Blank. All those things, all those intentionality things, all that stuff, moving everything forward and that idea that it is not necessarily, the metric of measurement is not an immediate gratification. That the effort still counts
0: we we have i mean i'll admit we you know i mean showing that we're not perfect we've done things on jobs that were not the job didn't come out perfect it didn't come out the way i wanted it to right like i could have it could have been better for whatever reason and i i'm not I, i'm not an excuse guy so i'm not gonna sit here and get into a shit ton of excuses why it did but it didn't and immediately it affected how we got had to do business because immediately if it's if it's off or it's in the wrong spot or it's crooked, mm-hmm. now our framer has to deal with it, and now the framer's pissed off, and now he doesn't want to do the next job because he does this. And where we do like a specialized product, we do insulated concrete form houses. If you do something a little bit wrong, you now have labeled every insulated concrete frame house that, <laughs> that every one of them is crooked or every one of them is, is uneven or we have to do this or this was hard. And so you really have to look at you're like you're representing not just you you're representing an industry you're representing to to a lot of people and and the fact that you just it's a they just people can't see that if you just show that little bit of effort that it literally just it makes everyone's life easier you're a cog in the wheel and and if your cog is messed up you're gonna mess up the other cogs it's like just try to do your job and do it the best you can I guarantee you when the shit hits the fan. People know who's doing good. Whether you're uh-huh. bussing a table and things slow down and they're like, dude, Logan is kicking ass. That guy busses twice the tables this guy does. He's amazing at it. He wipes everything down. It's not like, you know, like I laugh because I think about bussing tables. I, I I think about I've seen those guys come out that are just lazy busters, right? And they come out and they clean yeah. the table off and they run a sloppy, wet, stinky rag over it and then they leave and go, okay, there you go. And you sit down at the table and put your hands you're down like, in it and you're Ugh. like, what the fuck? And, and like, don't be that buster. Be the buster that cleans the table and then takes a dry towel wipes it down and smiles at the people that are waiting for the table and says, hey, have a good night. You know, hope you enjoy your meal. This much,
2: this much more effort. Little
0: effort. Yeah. What effort does it take to make sure you don't slap leave it all wet and what how much effort does it take to make eye contact with the with the customers that are coming into that table and say enjoy your dinner you know just have just something a little different right like I I say it all the time like make me come in here and and look at my own warehouse and go wow this looks amazing like I I, this is great you know because like you do that Guess what? I start cutting loose of the checkbook. I start cutting loose of bonuses. I start saying, "Okay, maybe you need to do more stuff. Maybe like these are the kind of things that we you look at and and it's just lost on people and they don't understand that if they just put out a little more effort, the the, the benefits are there. I promise you.
2: So we have been a little bit negative. We yeah. have. <laughs> where? But where? Where do you see it? That's 2023,
0: man. We're still... But where do you
2: see it? So, like, when I think of young people that are getting after it, Gav comes to mind every time.
1: We can learn something from the young people that we employ, the young people that we work with. Um, And and they don't necessarily have all bad ideas. We have to give it a chance. But, like, Gavin, for example, has all these ideas, and he is, like, he is so eager, another E word, eager to try them all out that, like... His excitement and everything else just it, it brings you in, and you're like, Okay, let's do it, let's try it. And he's very, very quick to he, he tries something if it works great, if it doesn't, he's like, All right, that didn't work, let's, on, let's go on to the next one. He's always learning.
0: I, well, I laugh because it's like, it, I know we, we, I hate to like completely just talk about how awesome Gavin is because this gets <laughs> his ego, his hair is big enough, we don't mm-hmm. need his head getting any bigger, but yeah, no kidding. He, uh, he, he, you know, for me, he literally said, you know, I was talking to, him, or I was not talking to him. Actually, it was on his podcast I was listening to. And, uh, he has his own podcast it's called the Hot Pass Podcast. Him and his, uh, buddies in the welding program. It's pretty, it's, I think in some ways you have to be kind of of that age group to yes. really enjoy it. I enjoy it because I think it's funny to listening it. to him. <laughs> but we're definitely old I, people listening to a young kid podcast and it's kind I of I can't funny.
1: listen to it because I feel like I'm missing everything. I'm like, what I, I don't get this. So, it's yeah, it doesn't work for me, but I'm not his target audience.
0: Yeah, so he, ding, 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 ding. He's Marketing, talking <laughs> He's talking on this podcast about how they he's telling a story about how the snow did in, in Court Lane and they were trying to get their, you know, their two-wheel drive, you know, work truck welding truck up the road and it like stalled out. And there was part of me that was frightened when he tells the story. And then there was part of me that was like puffed out chest of like, dude, this kid's thinking like he's coming up with, he's coming up with a solution. Like that's a lot of effort. And this effort could either lose your truck or get you killed. One of the two, but, or both anyways, but he, (laughs) so they were talking about how they were cresting a hill and basically this truck was just spinning out. It didn't have any traction. And so they were pushing it and they were getting, he said, we were so close that, we were getting traction with just me pushing it and Trevor, his partner's named Trevor, his, uh, welding partner, uh, podcast partner, <laughs> yeah, get, not life partner, business partner. Wait, and wait. he, um, <laughs> so his name's Trevor also super cool, just like me. And, um, so Trevor is driving and running, you know, trying to get the wheels to turn and Gavin's in the back pushing. And, uh, they're so close that Gavin goes, "I almost thought about it for a second. We were gonna it has a granny gear. It's a standard, an old school standard diesel truck. He goes, we were gonna stick it in first gear, let and it will it wouldn't stall because it's diesel. It's just gonna run. He goes, we were gonna put it in first and then have Trevor jump out of the vehicle <laughs> mm-hmm. and yep. push the vehicle up to the top and then jump back in <laughs> when it goes down. The- what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I'm just like." Oh my! I'm, like, I'm driving down the road listening to this podcast. Obviously, <laughs> after well after this has happened, so I, this is not like I can call him and be like, "Don't do that." It's already done, and I'm like, "This is the fact that the this is my son who's now living, you know, five hours away from me, and and I can't, you know, he's on his own, he's being his own man, and I'm just like shaking my head, going, "God damn, dude!" And and, and but then there's part of me that was like. That's pretty fucking smart though. Like, I mean, I just love that he wasn't gonna. He wasn't willing to just walk away from a stuck truck. It was like, no, we're gonna figure this shit out. And if it means you got to jump out and run behind a truck that's got no driver in it, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> a
2: little risk, a big reward, <laughs> maybe.
0: So, anyways, thought it was very classic. I was pretty happy with uh, with the way he he came up with an idea there that uh, maybe could have got him killed. But anyway, it was a good idea. So, again, effort, effort, effort. It, it's direct, and so kind of in in closing, I'll I'll say that it's uh, it is frustrating. We're trying to be more positive. I, I think it is a positive statement. I kind of bring it across in a negative way, but I the here's here's well, the beauty. You see the
2: value of it, That's
0: and I, it. and here's why you're
2: trying to give the value away. Like, hey, it counts, you guys. I trust
0: me. I know the answer, and this this is the part that bothers me. Is I sit here and I go, I. I go, you guys are not listening to, like, it's like when I go to a mechanic or something, or, or if I'm, I, mean, I never work on my own truck, so it's a hard analogy to use. But, like, if you're working on your vehicle and you can see what's causing the noise in your engine, so much more easy to fix, right? If you're like, oh, well, that belt is frayed, and that's that's what's doing it, Right easy fix. When you look mm-hmm. at your engine and I've had mechanics even look at my engine and go, "Dude, I don't even know what's doing. It. I don't know why it's making that noise. I've looked through everything, I can't figure it out," right? That's a very hel- helpless feeling. And that's not the feeling I think that the young kids should have nowadays. Or or I mean, I don't care who you are. If you're just in a bad situation and you feel like you're not getting paid as much or you need to make more money or you need this or need that, it's we know what's making the noise.
1: Well, they have to they have to be aware enough to do a self reconciliation Mm. and look at it and say, it's just like I, you know, if you can't track it, you can't measure it, you can't improve upon it. And they have to take an honest look at what they're doing and and say, okay, I fucked up here, but I did this good. Next time I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do this. And, And like, I think you can learn something from every single job, From everything that you do day to day in life, you can learn if you just are honest with yourself and you take a look in the mirror and say, okay, I did this good. I did this okay. Yeah, I really didn't do well over here. How can I improve? And they just have to do that reconciliation and and really understand that. And I think some of our employees get that. Some of them don't. Some of our kids get that. Some of them don't. Same parents. Kids can be totally different. Everybody's different.
2: Yeah. Yeah. My youngest is the most mature kid I know.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Figure that one out. <laughs> I just think that there is a lot of opportunity right now. I can tell you as an employer, there's a lot of opportunity for people to do a really good job and come in and make money. And and, and if you're not happy at your job, there is a thousand other jobs out there that are looking for someone that gives great effort and really kicks ass. And that I guarantee you, you can leave your job. I'm telling every person listening, if you feel like you are not being utilized and you are giving a better effort than you're getting paid for, someone's willing to reward you for that. Now, likewise, if you're not giving the effort, no one else will give you a job. So don't don't leave until you know that that's, that's really what you're doing. And you have to be self-aware about that. But the positive spin on that is, as I'm telling you, there is so much upside to effort. And and part of effort means working harder and longer it doesn't mean working a 32-hour work week and getting what? paid like 40 you're ridiculous yeah i know crazy concept but you need to you need to be putting forth effort in those hours and you need to be putting forth effort into the overall amount of work you're doing so the there's quality, it's an easy the fix.
1: quality it's not the amount of work i think a lot of times it's the quality of your work, especially in our industry it's the quality of it
2: in every industry yeah. It's not a, it, it's not a simple mathematical equation of x hours equals x result. It's x good hours. It's x smart hours. It's good decisions. Yes.
0: It's funny that's, we all get it when it, we all get it when it comes to vehicles or food or anything right. like like you're like dude I'd pay like for that truck or for that Mercedes I would pay more money for that because it's worth more. And it, and it's it's a better car. It's a better so it's be nicer. So be the Mercedes. Right. So <laughs> Be the, you know, give the effort that people will pay for. Just, like, make the food that people will pay for. Drive the, you know, build the car that people will pay for. That's It's easy. Build the house that people will pay for. You know, people aren't going to pay custom, you know, built, you know, for a, you know, a, a manufactured home isn't getting the same price per square foot versus a custom home that, you know, is built extremely well with a lot of effort um but it takes a lot of effort to just go through a machine in a jig in a factory with a bunch of people just sticking lumber in a machine and then you know robots nailing together we have to do a lot more to make a custom home and that's there's a lot more effort in it therefore we get paid more to do those effort you know, to make that effort so it's it's a positive thing see listen to my tone positive like super like positive that. super positive
1: we had lots yeah. of bingo words tonight we did we did we were struggling, I'll be honest, I
0: think go. that this is probably going to have a little bit of audio problems, so I will apologize to our listeners, because I think we had some overlap on stuff and some echoing. Eh, we'll and,
2: figure it out. Shoot it my way. We'll yeah,
0: we're out. getting it figured out, so maybe not. You guys, if it doesn't sound like that, and you guys all listen to it, then go ahead and give Jody kudos, because he fixed everything, but uh, maybe. But we might be figuring out how to go video, which is awesome, because you get to hear our buttery voices and see our buttery faces. <laughs>
2: Huh? I'm not sure Your if that's a buttery girl. face. Oh, that sounds gross. Actually, yeah. you just call me a butter face,
0: oh, butter face,
1: <laughs> 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 better than a butt face. Mm, true. So,
0: all right, that's everybody, anything twist, in like closing, it. Jody, that you have, do you want to throw out here before we, uh, you know what? I want to, I'm going to
2: pay a little props to my boy. Do so it. talk about effort, right? Sometimes it's rewarded. Sometimes you don't see the reward. So I get a, a text from Logan the other day. He says, guess who won student of the month at Centennial High School? Boom. Of course, I guessed one of his friends.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no
2: way. I was like, Jessly, is it your little sister? No. So he he ends up getting the student of the month award. But here's what's cool about it. If you know the context of Logan's struggle academically, COVID, it was bad. He did not do well. He comes back. Math class last year did not do well. He has to take math class again this year. So he's in two classes of math. Mm, Mr. Archuleta at Centennial High School. Fantastic teacher. Logan is thriving. So Mr. Archuleta nominated him for student of the month. Nice. And he ended up getting him. And a kid. That is, to me, it's effort of Logan. It's effort of Mr. Archuleta. It's effort of the administration at Centennial High School. All of those things, but what I got to see my son do was realize that he's smart and capable. That little extra effort to to nominate him, man, I got to see a kid just glow in achievement and validation. That was very, very cool well
0: that's that's super positive and at a kid Logan, I know he doesn't yeah. listen to our Lame podcast. he's too cool. Yeah, nice. He's got too much hair like Gavin, so. <laughs> but, uh, no, that's awesome, man. I'm proud of him. That's It's exactly what it is. It just takes, there's always going to be some kind of trigger that just flips that for him. And, I mean, it's cool. We've seen a lot of things with him, actually. I mean, I'll brag on him, too, just seeing him with his job and wanting a Mustang. Mm-hmm. And, the, like, these, like, figuring out that there's things that motivate him in life. And that's kind of been his, like, clicking that thing, whether it be the money, the Mustang. And now to have a Crossover into education, it's it's infectious, and when you get in a habit of wanting to do things better, you tend to be able to see yourself doing things better. In you know, if you can do things well at work, you can do things well at school. If you can do things well at school, you can do things well at work. It's right. it's infectious, so that's awesome that he's got caught the bug. I like to hear it. Yeah. Be like his dad, super successful, good looking, Go get it. super awesome golfer, maybe. <laughs> anything babe you know this I this want to close out with there
1: no i think well yes
0: okay yes <laughs> well that took a um, second <laughs> okay. sorry i had a to lot.
1: i had a thought and then i was listening to jody and so then like lost it for a second but sorry. no i think that recognizing and, and i think we as employers um you know speaking from from that realm we have to do better at recognizing our employees small mm-hmm. victories they don't have to hit it out of the ballpark every single time. But right. we have to recognize those small victories that make them want to push more and and try to hit it out of the ballpark, try to hit that home run. But if we don't recognize the small things, they get discouraged. And then, you know, maybe we've gotten too good at recognizing too many small things as parents that, you know, their expectations are way high, but finding that balance there to where, we can recognize the small things to push them more, to be better, to want more, to be more of an entrepreneur, I think Love is, that. is the key.
0: Well, and I've said it to, I've said it to the kids I coached. I've said it to the, the men and women that work for me. When I stop talking to you and asking you to do things is when I stop caring and that's when it's (laughs) a bad sign. Right. So the fact is that we're, we're doing this out of love. We're doing this out of, you know, we want this to be something that works for all of us. And, and, uh, um, you know, we don't get up in the morning and go, God, I hope I get to go to work and yell at somebody. We, we want to be in a, a situation where we get to praise people. So I think that everybody needs to understand that, you know, it's, it's it comes from a good place. And when people are giving you advice and telling you to do things and, and maybe even reprimanding you in certain ways and giving you that opportunity to get better, that's, that's a good thing because. It's People that lose lose faith in you just stop talking to you, and they just don't care anymore. And and that's a very that's a horrible sinking feeling, and you don't want that. So
2: you become a workaround,
0: right? So yeah, be be that guy, be the one that everybody wants to do well, like Logan. Be out there, yeah. go out there, and be a Logan today.
2: I'm going to tell hashtag
0: him be a Logan. Tell him we made up a hashtag for him. Be Probably going to go viral. Instead
1: of W-W-J-D, it's Mm W-W-L-D.
0: What he (laughs) he would would do is not
1: be
2: tardy to class. That's a different discussion.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Thank you, everybody. Check us out, Havoc Partners, on social media, and uh, reach out to us. Let us know if there's anything we can get out there for you, any questions you have for us. So, anyways, hope everybody has a great evening. Talk to you guys later. Bye.